Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. We're glad that you tuned in today. Welcome to the Hanging with Coach Noonan podcast. You're going to be in for a treat. Sit back, relax, or listen to this while you work out, whatever floats your boat. Thanks again for hanging with Coach Noonan on the podcast. Hey, everybody. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play Podcast, and several other podcast platforms along with the Anchor app. Make sure to leave us a, a review and a star rating. really helps to get us out there and also promote the awesome people that I bring on here and to help future episodes. Thanks. Are you looking for a way to sell your program and make some money as well? I've got something for you. Check out Story of the Season. This is a digital program that helps high school and college football teams share their story like never before. Each week, they collect all of your video highlights, articles, interviews, and other content and publish a digital game recap magazine that captures everything that happened on and off the field. At the end of the season, they publish a digital yearbook covering each game. The revenue schools make from selling our subscriptions and ads more than covers the production fee and provides coaches with extra funding for their program. Sounds like a pretty good win to me so far. Story of the Season requires zero effort for coaches and gives them an incredible tool to engage the world with their team. Hard to beat that. If you're interested, please contact Chris Herman by emailing Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at storyoftheseason.com to learn more. Or call 518-944-3311. Check them out on Twitter at Story the Season. Give them a follow. Thank you for sponsoring the Hanging with Coach Noonan podcast. Another week is here, continuing on this uh, weight loss and, and, and physical change journey. Uh, I put myself on a pause on 75 hard as we begin the season on uh, Monday, uh, September 7th. Uh, Labor Day. My focus right now is on on doing the best that I can as a coach uh, for my team, but uh, it's also important that I take care of myself mentally and physically. So I'll still be following uh, the F3 diet plan and and lifting, um, sprinkling in a few more uh, varieties of lifts on on a couple different days to change it up. Uh, But it is mentally and physically important that I take care of myself uh, and that I practice what I preach. Um, And I'm in preparation mentally and physically also for uh, Squattober. Um, so if you're, you're interested in what, what Squattober is, go check out uh, Sorenex Performance and uh, you'll find out more there. We're at a crossroads right now in America and one of the things that I believe needs to happen is there needs to be more dialogue between people. There needs to be a putting aside of egos. There needs to be uh, a greater emphasis on empathy, on compassion, on learning how to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. 
Just because something hasn't happened to you doesn't mean it can't or it never will. It also means that you should take the time to understand why people are feeling the way that they are. Whether you agree with them or not. There's so much better that we can do. There's so much better that we should do. There's so much better that we have to do. It starts with you. That change, you should be the change that you want to see in the world. This begins the first episode in several in a series that I want to call Returning to Play, Returning to Coach. Over the next several weeks, I will be featuring a coach that was influential in the beginning of my career and continues to be an influence to me in my coaching career. Today we have a very special guest. Enjoy. On today's episode, we have a very special guest. I welcome in the guy that got me started into coaching, a coach John Henry Mills. Uh, some of y'all know him as Skills Mills from his days with the Houston Oilers. Uh, John Henry is the special teams coordinator and assistant soccer coach at Clear Lake High School in Clear Lake, Texas. Uh, it's fun to reminisce with an old friend as well as uh, just hear his perspective on a lot of things. Uh, smart guy, awesome guy. Really appreciate him uh, for giving me my, my start and opportunity uh, and believing in me uh, even back when I was a, an average at best uh, football player. On today's episode of the Hangout right. Coaching Podcast, hey. we have Man, it's uh, all, it's the guy good. that I contribute to getting me into this profession, Coach John Henry Mills. Uh, Coach Mills is a coach at Clear Lake High School in Texas. He's also a former NFL player. Coach Mills, good morning, and how are you today? Good morning, good morning. I'm doing all right. I wish we uh, uh, could get back to work and get back to some kind of normalcy here pretty soon. Uh, I think it's coming I think it's coming pretty soon. I got a message from UIL, UIL the other day that I think we're going to follow those guidelines as far as uh, getting things back to normal. Yeah, I, I agree, and, and I'd, I'd, I'd like to get, get back to just, to just being able to be around the kids on a consistent basis and, you know, some of the things that they're implementing are not a bad idea. Uh, I think that the the greater emphasis on keeping things clean is, is really important. Uh, you know, I know some places have already already been doing it prior to to everything that has gone on since March, but you know, other places probably have neglected it, and now they're now they're having to make sure they take care of it. That's definitely true. I uh, and I, I I remember back in the day, I went at one point. I forget what. Uh, Staff inspection, <laughs> uh, you know, throughout the classroom, you know, kids just not taking their clothes home, washing, this, that, the other. I mean, uh, it got pretty bad. Uh, so we had to uh, kind of fumigate the locker rooms uh, um, a, a couple times just to get that out of there. So, but uh, so uh, somewhat sort of the same thing, but you know, they basically self-monitoring at this point. I mean, you you know, if you're um, not, you know, taking care of yourself, not wearing a mask, yeah. or whatever. So that means, let's talk about some football, man. Yeah, What's going man. on? So, so you know, we, we were kind of doing a little bit of a, a pre-interview the other day. And you talked about, you know, Patrick Mahomes' contract. And, man, he got a big 
big contract, well deserved. Uh, but you know, you, you were in the league for for a good time, and I'm sure you were you were around when when other guys got big paydays. How did that go over in the locker room? Well, you know, um, uh, one of the one of the one of the, uh, the the few ones I I don't mind talking about. I remember when uh, Cody Carson got his uh, big contract, uh, and even though he was uh, the uh, second string guy, and I remember when uh, uh, Steve McNair got a big one, and um, kind of the kids guy. I say guys, uh, you know, kids back then, obviously. But guys were talking about, you know, whether it, whether it was deserved or not. But multiple guys got uh, big contracts, you know, and we all are playing and doing doing our part, you know, as football players and trying trying to get that big contract ourselves. So, you know, um, I guess it was one of the veterans at one point in time told me, said, "Hey, man, you know, don't hate on them." That was a big word back then. Uh, you know, your time, your time is coming where, you know, you'll get your big contract and they're going to be hating on you also, you know. So, I mean, you know, you know, somebody's going to get it, whether it's the owners, you know, players or, you know, uh, you know, upper management or whatever. Uh, somebody's going to get that money. So I'm, I'm just happy to be, I'm happy for it to get spreaded around, among, you know, amongst the players, you know. So I'm, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, I, I, I was hoping that I was going to get the big multi-million dollar contract. I didn't get it. I was always a minimum wage um, player, but, you know, I, I enjoy my profession. I didn't, I didn't I didn't think there was any other place I can go out and make the money I can make and enjoy going to work every day and yeah. have fun. I mean, so I'm, 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 I'm on board with, um, you know, guys making that kind of money. You know, I mean, obviously, I'm six or seven, maybe ten years too late. You know, I could have been on that same on that same same road, but you know what? I wouldn't put a price on it for anything. I mean, those guys deserve it, um, and I say somebody's gonna get it. You know, you know, there's gonna be multiple people out there, you know, saying that you know, no one one person deserves that kind of money. You know what? You can't put a price on anybody's health. He may play one year and be done. It might be a vegetable, and it's you know and and someone has to take care of his family, you know, you you don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. So but by all means, I'm happy that players, you know, coming from another player, you know, is able to make that kind of income and, um, and yeah. enjoy their, enjoy what are, their life. Um, you know, I, I've heard him speak, talking about Patrick Mahomes, and, um, you know, he seems like a, he's got a good head on his shoulders, and you don't see him. Uh, in, in the news for for negative stuff, um, you know, but just in general, you know, what are some things um, from a wisdom standpoint that that was passed down to you that you would pass down to, you know, not just not just him in particular, but any anybody, especially kids that are getting these bigger paydays, and you know, you got your your Instagram and YouTube stars that that get you know they're bringing in you know hundred thousand million dollars. A year on, on just their influences. What what would you ex, what would you tell them? Uh, you know, because because you you to me you you've done a good job, but I know that you you take time to to research. Uh, you don't you don't just throw money at something uh, without thought. Yeah. So um, I'm glad I'm glad you asked that because I mean I mean my 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 first experience you know obviously making money and whatnot. Uh, just growing up a, a, a mediocre life, you know, 
where that next paycheck is going to come from. So I do say this. I say put it away, save it, invest it. Uh, and I mean, I've invested wisely, not in, in not some kind of scheme. I say investment, basically just normal mutual funds or, and put it away. Because, like I said, you don't know where that next paycheck is going to come from. And we've all seen the 30 for 30 where guys go broke. You know what I mean? And surround yourself with people that um, uh, and not just being your friends because you got money. I mean, because, I mean, that's what, I mean, if you've, if you've ever seen it, you know, everybody has their crew, their, uh, their what do you their, call it? Their, their posse, uh, their entourage. Yeah, exactly. And um, and all of those guys are leaky. You know what I mean? Um, I remember my agent coming to me and saying, hey, I, I got a guy that, you know, um, investment guy that I want you to work, work with. You know, multiple of the players are met, working with him. It's going to cost you 10 grand a year to work with him for, to make money. I said, well, I said this to my agent. I said, well, look, can you show me where he can make me make my ten grand back plus ten grand, um, without 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 a doubt, and and I, I'll work with him all day long. I want to see it on paper and, and show me how that 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 works for me. Well, there's nothing guaranteed. Well, I tell you, there's nothing. I can't sit there and say I'm gonna give a guy ten grand and he can't. He's not gonna guarantee my money back. No, that's not for me. So I say, do you like you said, do your homework. You know, watch out for the quick money schemes and whatnot. But um, you know, you know, obviously, you know, we all kick ourselves in the butt if we just went on to invest in Microsoft or, or you know, or Uber or one of these or Amazon. You know, when they were when they were when they were pop, you know, not not so popular. But you know what? That's the risk you got to take. You know what I mean? You know, you know, if if that's something that you, you you're knowledge about, you went to school about, you know, it's going to be the next big, big thing going. Hey, by all means, invest, put your put a little money aside, and and go for it. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, I say save. You know, I say save, 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 because you never. I don't right. know when the next paycheck is gonna come. I like I said, I've been I've been fortunate to make a transition straight from football to 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 teaching. Uh, so there was never any um, lack off. You know, as far as um, not having an income. Um, so you know, because you know, at the end of the day, you're gonna still withdraw uh, if you don't keep depositing, and you will be broke. Yeah, you know, that's no, all I, I think that's sound advice, and you're right. You know, if you're not if you're not depositing and you're consistently withdrawing, you're uh, you're going to go broke, no doubt. Um, and you talk about the transition from from NFL to uh, to teaching and coaching. You know, was that was that something that you always wanted to do, or is just a, it was one of those things where it kind of fell fell to you, and you decided that this might be the best thing for me to go forward. Well, I'm going to tell you, um, and, uh, and a buddy of mine, Mark A. James, can probably tell you the same thing. Martial law approached me, uh, Bel Air grad, um, in 2002. Uh, what, probably one of the best things could have ever happened to me. I was already substitute teaching and just, and I already, um, worked two years as a, uh, history teacher and a, a librarian. He approached me and asked me about coaching. And I said, Hey, well, I've never coached before, but I, you know, I'll give it a try. And, uh, like I said, uh, Without, I mean, I, 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 I that that man uh, is one of the, the best influences I say as a coach and a young coach at that at that point because we we're both 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 the same age. He was just getting into it. He just got his first um, um, head job and he needed some help. And uh, I think that was one of the best decisions I ever made. And I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm happy. So hopefully, I'm gonna do some future investments with him um, here here soon 
yeah, story. Yeah, he, he's he's busy mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's done a lot of a lot of other things. Uh, and I know he's he's out of the out of the coaching realm. Uh, you know, and he was my first head coach in high school. But uh, I brought it up at the beginning. You know, you're you got me into coaching, but NFL. Um, you know, you you played uh, a lot of special teams and uh, and tied in. Um, you know, so so you you kind of had that uh, you know attention to detail thing coming from the special team side when you started coaching. Um, I don't remember what you started coaching uh, position wise, but I do remember the energy, man. And every day okay. you were you were getting everybody pumped up and uh, and but you you and you coached hard, uh, but you coached with 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 care and, and with uh, with passion. What can you attribute that to from your time, you know, whether it's high school or a, a college or pros that kind of maybe you realize that you've you kind of modeled your career after not your career, but the way you coach. Um, and, 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 that, and that is true. I mean, um, and I and uh, I was just listening to a Zoom call with um, with uh, Coach Sumlin and um, Coach Edward um, from Cincinnati Bengals and um, being able to coach special teams and play special teams. And you know, and and playing all the different positions I, I play, and that's what I see as see into my in my players, is that you know what I I actually coach everybody on the entire team some 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 way some fashion or form, you know what I mean? Whether it's offense, defense, you know, kicking game, everybody on the field that plays football for the most part. If um if not if it's not my if the quarterback, I coach everybody on the field, and I feel like I have a connection with everybody on the field. And 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 like in uh, obviously from my playing days, um, you you definitely have to ha- have a high motor playing special teams because that's you know you can get you can get yourself hurt. Um, at the end of the day, is obviously playing at a higher level, and actually it doesn't matter what level you're playing at. Um, so I I I all I can contribute to um, um, that's the way I was I was coached, you know, for, you know for the for the most part of my my my, my uh, football career. And I and I feel like um I like you said I have still have a connection I can still have high energy and and, and yell and not, without using certain uh, adjectives and still get things done and still get the production out of a player I feel that you know like anybody else and I think most special teams coaches will tell you that and I think you know when I obviously when I first got there martial law let me run the special teams and and I right now I'm at Clear Lake High School. Uh, I run all special teams there also. I mean, that's just, I guess, it's one of my ways of, like I said, being able to connect first and foremost with players uh, and engage and then be able to have some sort of effect over, you know, that's everybody that plays uh, on our football field. And that's from freshman level to the JV level to the varsity level. You know what I mean? I have a connection with everybody, every football player in our program. You know? Yeah. And, and now that I coach soccer also, and us winning district last year, um, which was a big deal. I mean, I I carry that same energy over when I, you know, from that that group of kids that were all JV that I coach that moved out to varsity, and we end up winning um, the district the very following year. Same energy, same same way of playing, which is unbelievable. And I have a great colleague that I work with, obviously, uh, Coach Shriver, Jared Shriver there at Clear Lake, that you know helps me out a lot. But at the end of the day, I say help me out. I help him out a lot. He's the head coach. But um, at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, 
I just think my like I said like I say I, that's how I play. That's how I carry myself. Um, and but I, I still know how to tone it down. You know, obviously you've been around me for the last twenty plus years, <laughs> so you you know me in and out uh, in um, Noonan. Um, uh, it's uh, it's just one of those things as far as special teams. And I if you, if and I say I give that advice to any coach that want to be a more well-rounded coach. Ask your head coach to see uh, if you can coach a special team. I don't care which one it is, one or two or all of them, you know, ask and and, and you'll see the difference and the effect that you have with the entire team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. Uh, I've coached some special teams uh, throughout my career and the, the, the amount of planning and, and detail that goes into it um, and the guys that I've seen, you, uh, a couple other people in, in my career that, that truly take um, care in what they're doing. You know, because some guys just go out there, ah, you know, it's PAT field goal. Let's just line up the normal way and we'll, uh, you know, snap, hold it, kick it kind of thing. Or punt team, roll it out there and, uh, hey, we're going to go spread punt today or we're going to go shield, whatever. And it, there's just if not a lot of thought to it, but then you see the ones that do put the thought in and, and that can talk about it with a passion. You see the difference that it can make, um, you know, and I was talking to, a, to another guy about it. And I know we talk about special teams being one third of the game in terms of offense, defense, and special teams, but the number of plays is, is not a third of the game in terms of total number. You know, you're going to play more offensive and defensive snaps, but you know, you're, you're doing a lot of planning and work for, you know, 10, 10, 15 total plays, maybe, uh, mm-hmm. depending, depending on the score and what's going on in the game. You know, if you're if you're scoring a lot of touchdowns, you're going to be, you know, taking field goals and kicking off more than you're returning, possibly. Right. But, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, that I think is is cool about your, your deal is uh, your time at, at Wake Forest and getting into – their hall of fame. What was that? What was that like? And, you know, what, what, what took you to wake, uh, in comparison to, you know, say other schools? Um, so, um, and that's an interesting story. I mean, and, uh, and like, and, and I, and I contribute that today where the kids, um, today, they all think they should have division one scholarship. They all think that it just comes because you played and you should go. And I tell people that I had three offers and I, you know, whether it's related to you know, social media or what, or whatnot, um, great student, um, student athlete in the classroom. Um, so grades are what, above par. Uh, and, and my, you know, we just won state two years in a row at starting tailback um, in Florida. So um, um, UT Chattanooga, Bethune-Cookman and uh, Wake Forest were, it was my only offers. You know what I mean? I had some interests. You know, schools that were interested in me, I signed some surveys for, but um, the, one, the only ones that actually offered me was those three schools. And so I, I figured I said, I'll, I'll take the, um, the high academic route, you know what I mean? Because uh, I think football is um, probably behind me at this point. <laughs> uh, in my eyes, I thought, you know, so let's, you know, let's go get a good, a great education and, um, and move on. And I, like I said, I'm very fortunate um, the, the, way, the way it worked out. I mean, obviously, uh, um, um, obviously, you know, my bio and, uh, and I, I don't, I don't put things past it. So, but I do tell student athletes, I said, listen, it is very hard to get a division one scholarship. I think so, but it's a lot easier now because
because you can do a lot of self-promoting. You can do a lot, and there's there's many eyes on you without um, uh, across the country, and you can be sitting in your living room, uh, and as long as you put out a good tape, um, uh, uh, some film or whatever it may be. I said tape. Um, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> uh, you, you, you know, a lot of guys are fortunate enough to um, to, to get to to get a scholarship. So, uh, like I said, I mean, uh, and I said, uh, all God willing, I think I was just at the right place at the right time and on everything. Uh, and I, like I said, I, you know, I, the opportunity came on, on all levels, whether that's in, from college to, to professional or whatnot. And I think I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I fulfilled those, um, those, um, those gaps when, when needed and, uh, and got the opportunity to play. So, um, and continue to play. And I, like I said, I, I can, I still love what I'm doing, uh, right now. And I, and I, I don't put anything past it. I mean, I, and, uh, and if I have asked anybody that is as a professional, um, go and coach, even if it's little league, go, um, your, your sons or, or a recreational or boys club, go and coach and be around some kids and men and, and mentor these um, young men and women and, um, and see the difference, you know, that, that the light, that when the light comes on, and so that'll make you a better professional in, you know, in the corporate world, I think so personally, you know, cause a lot of guys that, that, that do it all, you know, all the time. So, uh, yeah, that's my spell. Yeah. Where, um, when did you possibly realize that, uh, you know, you talked about going to wake and you were taking more of an academic route. When did you think that at, at wake, Hey, I might actually have a shot at going to the next level. Um, uh, I want to say this is my it might have been my my redshirt junior year. My 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 tight end coach, um, he said, um, if you keep playing the way you're playing, you may have a shot. Shot at the NFL. I said, coach, I'm a, uh, I'm 112, I'm 212 pounds tight end. Ooh, I don't know about that, you know. But I say I appreciate it. And he said, but look, you just I just led the ACC in receptions, the entire conference, and you, this is your second year, second year making all conference two years in a row. Um, I think you can, you may have a shot, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I've broken some records here and there. And, and, uh, and I think going through it, I was just kind of going through it. Wasn't really looking at the accolades, you know, you know, because we weren't really winning a bunch of, yeah, we weren't really winning a bunch of games either. You know what I mean? So yeah. that had a lot to do with it, you know, and uh, if we were winning those games, you know what I mean? Winning all conference, going to national champion, then I can say, Hey, the exposure, this, that, and the other, but we weren't really winning any games at Wake. But, you know, until my senior year. But like I said, um, I'm very fortunate. Uh, when they called me, um, I said, we're going to you know, induct you into our Hall of Fame. And then uh, uh, the ACC inducted me in, uh, in the Legends Hall of Fame. And I, like I said, it was just different things that kind of all happened. You know, you just kind of, you know, I guess I'm, I say modest and, and not really looking at it like a boasting thing, like, you know, a, a T.O., I love me some me. It's just like things, <laughs> <laughs> things just kind of happen. And I was fortunate, I guess, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. How, how do you, uh, in your time at, at, at Wake, you know, you, you got, you talk about you guys weren't necessarily winning a whole lot, but then you go to the NFL and you're at different places and you're dealing with a, a variety of, uh, personalities and egos and stuff. How, how does that, how did you kind of deal with that coming from, from a, a humble background? Like you talked about with, with a military family and, 
And then, you know, as you go and you travel across these different cities to play, you're exposed to more and more, you know, where did, how did that maybe um, hit you at first? And then how did you adjust to it? Um, so one of the big, the biggest, um, uh, you know, obviously making it into the NFL um, here with Houston. Um, I didn't, I didn't think there were too many um, superstars that guys thought they were, you know, they were the man and like, look at me and I'm the guy, this, this, that, and the other. It, it was not, not a lot of, you know, me, 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 you know I mean? I mean, from the team aspect that, that I saw, um, uh, I, you know, Warren Moon was the man because he was the, the starting quarterback uh, until I left and went to, to, the, um, to the Oakland Raiders. And then like, I'm out in LA. Oh my God. And then the superstars come out. <laughs> it was a little, it was a little different. You know what I mean? It's a little different. And, you know, we asked our, we asked questions and whatnot. Um, hey, what's, what's wrong with that guy? Uh, he's, he's Hollywood. And you just kind of got to go with it. You know what I mean? Uh, I get to Minnesota and um, you got Randy Moss is one of the, you know, most, ex- you know, uh, ecstatic players in the league, you know? And, um, and I, I had a perception about what Randy was going to be like. Oh, my God. One of the most down earth guys I've ever met. You know what I mean? But then a couple other guys, I probably won't say any names. You know, you see them on ESPN. I um, I won't, <laughs> I won't. I, I was just kind of shocked how the, their their persona and, and how they carried themselves about with ego and you know little egos and and attitudes and stuff. I was like, wait, man, we're all at the same place. You know, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's you know, no one's better than the other. You may get paid a little bit more, but you know what? You just got you know, you got a bigger house note. That's all that is. <laughs> yeah that's very true Man, you know it's it's uh it's cool that you you talk about randy moss um you know because growing up you know we i as a kid you know randy moss was was the guy everybody wanted to be randy moss and you know he he turned this whole you know catching over people that's a phrase now that that mm-hmm. uh you got moss <laughs> you got moss you know and he was the one rocking uh, the Jordan stuff on on the field and things like that, and you know, you let you. I, I remember watching the the thirty for thirty that came out about him, mm. and it really opened my eyes to who he really was. I, you know, and I didn't realize he had the the path that he took, and then to hear him talk on ESPN and stuff, he's he's very articulate, even with his uh, with the with the with the draw that he has coming from West Virginia. So it's. <laughs> yeah. It's it's cool it's cool and, and you know you see him on on social media he's out there fishing and uh, you know it's just it, he could exist probably anywhere because he has that personality um, you know that's that's I guess a little different than what you would think from what he does on the field right yeah um, and you know and I mean if if I don't I know if a lot of guys don't remember you know remember Deion Sanders when he came through prime time you know what I mean. The persona, the personality, you know what I mean? And now, if you ever met this man, the, the most God-fearing man, um, and, and he's always been that way. If you never look at it, but look back at the film, and when he takes a knee, pray to God always. He's all, But he still had a persona that he was, he was prime time. You know what I mean? You know? So, but but he still was the, the most down-to-earth man you've ever met. And I think that has a lot to do with individuals. Once you meet individuals here and there, um, you find out what type of, um, you know, character they have, the type of um, upbringing. You, you know, you really look into their soul as far as what who's good and who's not, you know. And that has a lot to do with it. Once you actually sit down and, and 
you know, have a cup of coffee with someone, you know, and just kind of discuss some things, you know. Um, I think that's what we, we need now in this world, at, you know, you know, with all the stuff going on at this point, you know, just sit down and talk with the, your, your neighbor and, and, and see where, you know, see where they're coming from and, and why they have a, uh, a chip on their shoulder or they, or they don't. You may insinuate that they do, you know, so. Yeah. And so, but go ahead. I'm, I'm glad you bring that, that part up. And I think that that's extremely important and true is we would definitely need to, uh, to do more opening, mm-hmm. opening our minds. Um, you know, you had a chance to coach me and let's be honest, I was not a very good high school football player. I was probably one of the worst ones you've ever seen. No, nah. uh, <laughs> you started brother. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, gave me, you helped get me in the door. Uh, you know, I remember coming out of college and mm-hmm. I, I went to Florida state and we had a lot of great discussions about Tallahassee and how things had changed from the time where you grew up to, uh, to when I was there. And, um, you know, you gave me the start, but, but I, I guess I've always wanted to ask, you know, what, why and put your neck out there for me? Um, uh, cause you didn't owe me anything. Mm-hmm. I I, it's, I don't think um, it's necessary. Uh, I, you know, it's sorry. Put your neck out. I mean, I mean, I'm in a profession. I teach and mentor young men, and I and I and I and I don't know if I've ever told you told you this, and I think I have. I say I'm doing for you because you know when things move on and I have to go into uh, to a resting place or whatever, I have a son or a daughter. I want you to treat them the exact same way I treated you. You know what I mean? Because that's how this world works. You know what I mean? I want you to pass it on. You know what I mean? And you know, like I said, I don't know if I've ever told you that, but I—that's one of the things I preach to my seniors that that graduate every year. You know, before they get out of it, that's the thing. That's the last impression that I have with all you know graduating seniors. You know, since they, since I've been in this profession, once I leave, all I want you to do is take it and pass it on the the, the little bit of knowledge. It's things change all the time. That's just the way the world works. But I I know the the character part is not going to ever change. You know what I mean? You you be you do right by by you by the person in front of you, and it'll and it'll come ten times fold. That's how I say. You know, always. Yeah, yeah. That that's wow. the reason why. That's the reason why I, I I I care so much. Yeah, I I really appreciate that, and I, and I know you and I've had discussions about uh, about that, and mm. uh, you know I, I I hope one day we get a chance to to uh, to work together again. Before you decide to to hang up the whistle, uh, <laughs> just decide to go caddy for your daughter, who's pro- who, may, who may make it to the LP. Can't uh, fault you for that, man. We're, we're working on it. Let me tell you, we're grinding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and hopefully we, we we can get get past this COVID stuff, and, and schools don't shut down uh, women's golf programs because there's that that's a great opportunity for her to to not have to sell you with uh with college tuition payments yeah tell me about it <laughs> that's that, that's the goal that's the goal well i appreciate it noonan and like i said I, i've always wished the best for you know all all my you know you know former um um you know players or whatnot and i definitely a definitely friend because you know you invited me over to your house to eat and i've done you know we've done you know vice versa so it's more than just um coaching we're, we're we are friends we're our buddies and i can I can call and lean on you for anything and vice versa. So, Absolutely. so don't, don't hesitate and, 
and hopefully we we do uh, close this thing out the right way by we're coaching together, you know, one more time. So yeah, uh, you you know I, I know you, you you talk about it. You're you're willing to help uh, anybody and everybody that wants to to get better from a coaching standpoint. Uh, what's the best way to reach out to you if they wanted to talk to you about you know uh, offense, defense, uh, yeah. or even special teams? Okay, so you definitely um you know my email address is jmills at ccisd.net, but I do say this, um, all these, all the PLs, I mean, that's, so that's professional, de- uh, P, uh, P, uh, professional de- uh, learning and development that you have, that they have out there from Zooms now, from um, uh, clinics, this, that, it, go to them, go to all of them, go to as many as you can, go as go to, you can't go anymore because you never know what you're going to learn and what you may not, what you're going to pick up because the game is always evolving and, and things are always changing. So you have to go in and, 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 professional development uh, all the time because that's just part of it. Now, the scheme and the X's and O's, you know, like I said, um, the, the, the players and stuff, that may change as they get bigger and faster. But, you know, if you, you got to go out and, 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 and learn your learn your craft, learn your history. I mean, that's that's what I, that's what I would give to any incoming coach. Uh, that's that's great advice. And I, I'm, I'm with you. And, and this is a, yeah. an amazing time and in, in, in the game right now with so much information at our fingertips. And uh, if you're not taking advantage of it, man, you're not doing yourself a service. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, this was the first of, uh, of several episodes that will be upcoming uh, on my return to play and return to coaching uh, series that I'm doing where I feature several guys that have an, a huge impact on me when it comes to uh, my start in both coaching uh, and, and mentorship as I progress in this profession.